Okay, what's up guys? This is Cade Booth for real. Yeah, that's my handle on Instagram, Cade Booth. And I have with me... Maddie Phoenix, or Matt, whatever you want to call me. Yeah, so today we have a... We are back for the second episode of this podcast. And we have quite an interesting topic today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the occult <laughs> and just about everything <laughs> related to it. So... Uh, Make sure you guys hex your homes before you listen and yeah. say some prayers or something. Say some prayers. Make sure you put salt around your bed. Don't look in any mirrors. All that good stuff. And we're going to hit this thing. And uh, Grab your teddy bears. <laughs> grab your teddy bears. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, wh where do you want to segue into the first, first occult? You want to go just... So, for reference today, guys, I have with me The Kingdom of the Occult by Walter Martin. Um, so, a lot of the stuff probably that we'll be talking about is referenced in this book. Uh, we'll, we'll go from there, talk there. And, um, yeah, it's a good book. But, uh, actually, I'll just ask you, Matthew, where, where do you want to start? Um, and, like, any, any, I'll tell you what, what's interesting to you? Anything interesting topics that you want to go into? Because we'll get to it all eventually. Just want to talk about, I guess, demons or whatever. I don't okay, know. all right, <laughs> straight into it. Let's go right into. Let's go right into demons. Okay, so um, and there's a lot of stuff in like some like a demonic encounters that talks about and stuff. Like, yeah, some of the, like stuff. I'm like, dang. Like, there's one. Or one is talking about the um. There's a kid or whatever is saying how um, the parents like would or would hear like would hear how he's like he would like see like some like goat looking thing or whatever some at the um, foot of his bed and stuff and it would oh yeah it would tell him like oh yeah like, eventually he told his parents like, I was trying it was telling him to kill his parents and like yeah that freaked the crap out of me because I remember that we would sit there or whatever and um oh yeah it was saying how it would oh. I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll, be okay. it'll be okay. It sounds creepy. That's weird. Okay, so oh, gosh. Okay, that's so, wild. Yeah, but the um. Oh, what was it? Oh yeah, but it's saying how. Oh yeah, it looked like goat order, but it had like red eyes, and it's just like a black mass that kind of sat at the end of the stairs, or not in the stairs, into the um his bed and stuff, and like would talk to him and stuff every once in a while, and yeah, yeah it like just creeped him out. Yeah, no, I feel that because um, there's a lot of... So, just to start off, uh, my personal view, I, I'm, a, I'm a Christian, so uh, I believe that demons are real, and I believe that demons are fallen angels that fell out of heaven. Um, they were cast out by God, and they're followers of Satan, so that's kind of my my view on demons, and I don't know what... Yeah, what, I really heard the same thing. I mean, yeah, they're just... I have, like, my own, like, theory on, like, other th uh, stuff, too, but, yeah, overall, I believe, yeah, they're pretty much just, yeah, kicked out of heaven and stuff, and that, yeah, they follow, or that they, yeah, follow and worship Satan and, or, obey him, pretty much. Yeah. Right, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, so, um, but anyway, uh, so, as, even though this is a great topic of discussion, I do not recommend seeking out anything like this or exploring this sort of thing. Um, you know, I just throwing that out there for anybody that's listening and getting ideas. Yeah, don't try to talk to your local demon or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, don't try to talk to your local demon. Um, okay, so, 
I have with the Kingdom of the Occult book, and uh, actually, I think this is. Um, yeah, I think I was, so. I was looking at pages, and I was looking at there. They have a, they have a story, a very very short story about um, demonic harassment. Oh yeah, that, that's the uh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it says, it says, a young woman named Lanny was home alone one night, getting ready for bed, when she heard loud footsteps downstairs and the sound of cabinets opening and closing in the kitchen. Shaken, she crept out of the bathroom to the top of the open staircase and peered through the rails down to the kitchen below. To her shock and dismay, all of the cabinet doors in the kitchen were randomly opening and closing without any human help. As she watched from above, the doors finally slammed shut, loud footsteps crossed the kitchen floor to the entryway below her, but no human body stood where the footsteps stopped. So, there's an example. That's a basic, like, yeah. a, like a basic, like, everybody, so, I don't know, like, it's, it's weird because everybody has a story. Like, I remember I used to go to, I, I used to go to an old, one of my old churches, um, a while ago years ago and they would have they would be um like a youth group and my dad actually helped in the youth group there so i was kind of always over there when i was younger so like i'll be like eight years old hanging out with these like 18 and 20 year olds and they're like telling all these creepy stories and i can't i can't remember what they were but i remember that that kind of scared me because they would tell stories where they had like played with Ouija boards and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I, I was just, oh, it terrified me. So I, I got that from the very beginning, like a very young age that, you know, you never, ever crossed the Ouija board, spirit yeah. boards, all that stuff. Like, dude. Like, so I always got that sort of thing from the beginning. Yeah. When my mom was a little girl, she said that, or they used to, um, like, or actually, they had, like, they or heard some friends got, or had Ouija boards, and eventually, like, when, like, if they got destroyed or something happened to them, they just started making their own. And so if all you do is get a piece of paper and like like design it, like write the letters and numbers across it, pretty much, and like just make your own like little um, hand piece or whatever. Yeah. And that, that's pretty much it. And so like that that's how the, how they play with it. And eventually like, like yeah like I guess her mom or whatever got, got freaked out or told her not to and like they've been burning it and stuff like that. Well, because it's dangerous. Yeah, she says like, yeah, there's some like, freak or freaky stuff going on. And I was like, I'm not surprised because yeah, honestly that, that stuff's kind of crazy. Yeah, because it's, it's basically inviting like an evil spirit into your life i mean so it's yeah. it's very uh very creepy Let's see what else what else do i got i'm trying to trying to find good stories here hmm. i don't know i'm not seeing anything uh i remember one i remember one story that uh, uh it was in this book but i can't remember where i'm trying to find it as a as a as i talk about it but there was a um a lady that was married to a husband, fairly young, fairly young on. Yeah. And uh, she would talk, you know, got to talking to the husband, and he wound up, he started playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. started playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is another, it's another separate, could be a whole separate episode in and of itself, but that's just the way it is, but the, um, he started playing Dungeons and Dragons, and it just, like took him over like yeah. he just started playing and couldn't stop and just more and more and more and more and more and then once he once he uh got so into it that that's all he did yeah. right and so he would he would um find or she would come home and find the husband i remember the story correctly yeah she would come home and find the husband just playing yeah right 
And then, so she was like, okay, whatever. So one up, she got to where she was like supporting the whole entire weight of the household, and that's all he did. Yeah. And she came home one day, and her her two little daughters asked her why there were um, three girls living in the basement, right? And she goes, well, nobody lives in the basement. And, yeah. And the girls like, yeah, they do. There's three of them, and she wanted to know, and they they asked me why. You're so awful, you know? And and so what it was was that the little girl told her mom that the the three girls, which were, if you haven't caught on by now, evil spirits, that were actually like demonic beings brought in by this, you know, the game. Yeah. And they they hated the mom. And the mom is like, what in the world? Because she never, she could never find never find them when she went in the basement so she she thought the girl was joking but then she finally realized that it was real she hated her because she was a christian yeah the mom was saved she was a christian therefore they hated her so she wound up i I, I believe at the end of that story like i said i'm recalling it from memory so i don't know 100 percent, but i believe at the end of the story she did wind up divorcing the man because she couldn't get him to stop like fooling with the yeah i can't i can't remember but it was it was something to that effect that like it completely wrecked their whole house and it's and it's weird because like i have friends that play dungeons and dragons and i'll you know and which if if that's what you want to do do it but like i just i don't see like there's two views usually with that and one of them is that it's satanic and the other one is that it's not satanic unless you make it like I, i've actually had friends tell me that the game is not harmful at all unless you make it harmful yeah and but to me like i i think that i think that it, it is a satanic game so i i personally choose not to yeah not to play i feel like it's kind of like how there's there's all things that have ties into like the satanic stuff and like demonic stuff like Harry Potter like I think overall Harry Potter itself is not bad it does have bad stuff in it like the it are it is actual witch spells and stuff like that it's bad and like harmful but if you just look at it and all in, in itself it is not like harmful it's just a book or a movie it's not that bad but yeah when you start really getting into it or whatever and stuff then it can be harmful just like. Oh yeah, like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. And there's certain like whether it's a video game, it's like demonic or like just like a board game or something like that. That I think yeah, it can have if you like get a whole review or whatever, it can have or have demonic stuff. Yeah, that's true. And I remember, um, I don't know. Me personally, like I'm not saying other people people you know can't or whatever or that it's bad, but I personally never did Harry Potter because. I watched a YouTube video one time that the lady, the lady that wrote Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, um, I watched a video of her in an interview, and she said that she got inspiration for the books from the Satanic Bible, and I was like, That's, yeah. I was like, no, not today, buddy. It's like yeah. I, I can't do it. I, I'm not brave enough. I cannot do it, and so I just kind of developed a conviction from there that I just, I'm just. Now there are other, but it's weird because there are other things that I do, that like say my parents or or my friends that are also you know saved or Christians or whatever tell me that I shouldn't do if I'm a Christian and I don't feel any anything bad towards that. Yeah. So it's really weird because some things I'm perfectly fine with that others aren't, and then other things that they're okay with I'm not. It's really weird. So. Yeah, and that's something else. I think oh yeah, it'd be great for another podcast discussion, but. 
And actually, it, um, in church, whatever, our um, pastor was talking about how each Christian has different convictions. Like, there's, like, overall, like, there's things that no Christian should do. But there's certain things that some, like, some might think, oh, metal, overall, is satanic. And it's not our job to judge them. Like, we shouldn't make fun of them. It's like, whatever. Right, that's what they believe. Right. Let them believe that. Yeah. Let you do your own thing and stuff. But, yeah, that's something for a whole other discussion that we could throw out there. But Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll have to, we'll have to hit that on another no, later date. Let's see, let's segue into something. Let's find something. Let's see. Oh, my, okay, so I want to segment back into uh, personal experiences regarding um, anything anything supernatural or anything that's... Uh, demonic. Demonic or, or, yeah, that sort of thing. So... Um, I, I talk a lot, so uh, Matthew, if you want to go first, okay, you are welcome to. <clears throat> well, it start. Well, yeah, it all started. Let's see. Listen, my dad. All right, we moved from my. I think my grandparents' house, and so we were. Or yeah, we were living. Or maybe it was down in Alabama. I don't know. We lived or somewhere, and then we moved from there back into here to Virginia. But we lived down um, near um, Virginia Beach area in a small little. Like just like one or one like stoplight or whatever um town called Ivor, and it was pretty much just Main Street, and that was all there really was to it. But it was let's see, oh yeah, we had. <clears throat> uh, I guess first I'll talk about like my some of my parents' experience because they they talked about how um like I oh yeah that like my dad one day he was like pressure washing the house and stuff and out of nowhere he felt like a he got he thought he got hit by or got like with the pressure washer hit like a power outlet or whatever was electrocuted oh dang but come to fire but he thinks he, he, that happened and like everything went black real quick and like came back really and he's yeah out of the corner of his eye he saw this little black thing like a cat or something like dart or whatever and he thought it went under like the porch or something yeah and that oh yeah and that's like that's one of those things and like he didn't really think, he didn't think much of it and stuff and so like small things like that continued and eventually he went on and, um, since he was in the army or whatever, he went to Korea and stuff and was doing, um, training up there. And so while he's up there, <clears throat> um, it was me, my mom, and my two younger brothers. And they were, oh yeah, my mom would talk about how, or, we were, or while we were sleeping and stuff, like at night, she would hear footste- or footsteps, like someone broke into the house. So she would get, um, we had two dogs, or I think he had two dogs at the time, and so she'd get them and stuff, and she'd be at the um, or at the top of the stairs with the dogs and like a on a handgun or something like that, waiting for someone to show up. And she said she'd sit there for a while, and like no one was there at all. Oh my gosh! And yeah, she said that happened on multiple occasions. So that sort of, uh, that started happening, and then and that was inside y'all's home. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it was it was nuts. And so <clears throat> we had uh, oh yeah, so that happened to my mom. And me and my brother started having weird stuff. I had started ha- um, having weird experiences. Experiences happen to us. Um, like a few times, my brother said he'd see like a or, or like see kind of like he's he was described like kind of like your um, normal like the kind of like um, generic like alien like a short like a short short person with like a big head like little gray alien kind of guy. Really? Like, yeah, he said he 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 see that like that peek around his door or whatever. And I've stuff. Ne- I've never I've heard some of your stories. I've never heard that one. Yeah, that's really? yeah. That, that I think that was Norman. I think yeah, because I mean Hunter slept in the same room. Says so Norman. He's in a different room and stuff. And and, then, okay, and how how old was um uh, Norman when he this... was probably I was probably about six. Hunter would have been four. Norman would have been about. Two or so. So was yeah. there ever like a, a thing when uh, like your your parents didn't like believe you 
I think uh, or, I'm sure, I think they, eventually I think at first they probably were just like kind of skeptical, but eventually well, the stuff I think it all kind of added up, and they're like, oh crap, stuff's going on, right? And so, um, oh, what was it? Then me and Hunter were since we we're in the same room. All right, we both had like we was having the same experience. I feel like that kind of convinced our parents or whatever more because we had the same thing like, where we like talked about how we as one um like we were in two separate beds, but there's um a like we had a weird um closet and stuff and. It, we we see the clo- the closet door open up and like a black figure would come out and like sit at the end of our bed, and I, I, that's all I remember. I remember it, like I think it talked or like would say like talk, but honestly I don't remember anything it said because it's just so long ago. But black what 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 is it? What kind of black figure would it look like? I don't know. The only thing I could like possibly think of is like someone like in like maybe like a trench coat or like just like in like a like a black sheet almost, just like just a black mask kind of come out of it and stuff. Really? Yeah, and like I I. Like I want to think back now. I almost want to say I felt like you almost feel like the pressure of them like sitting like when someone like sits at, like on a bed or like on a couch that you're laying on or something that like, you feel the bed like go down. Right. I right. think I could feel that too and stuff like like a pressure or whatever. Wow. So it's weird. And then that ha- that happened on multiple occasions and stuff. And then eventually, as things like that happened, and oh yeah, like as years went on, we moved or whatever and stuff like that. And then like we would, as we were gone, we went to Germany and we had p- people renting out that house while we were gone. And so as that happened, we um, I like we like talked to them and they're like, oh yeah, like they say how weird stuff was happening to them and stuff like small things. Oh no. Yeah, and so eventually we moved back there for a little while, and like as we, before we moved back, we had a um, I mean, when we came back to visit, like between like um, renters and stuff, we had some people come over like and pray over the house and stuff. Yeah. And pretty much after that, nothing really happened or whatever. And that's spe- at least not in that specific house, but there's like still as all that stuff is going on, there's still like. All the houses down that main street, though, where like there's weird stuff going on, like, or in the house to the, our left and on either side of us, left and right, one of them is a uh, more wealthy family. They um they were saying how they'd have people like they had like um this one room that nobody liked, like all the it freaked all the guys out, like really? even like the, like the grandkids or whatever wouldn't go in there, and stuff, and how they'd point at it and just like cry and stuff, and so. Um, even like the husband or the grandfather that lived there, he was like wouldn't go in there because he got like, weird vibes and stuff. And so they had, I guess, is like um, his, I guess, sister-in-law or whatever came. They're like, let's stick her in the guest room, which is that room, yeah, and stuff. And they said the next day she came down. And she's like, oh, who's that night? Who's that? No, that very that nice gentleman or whatever who came in my room last night. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, he's like comforting me and like saying how everything's be all or all right and stuff. And we're like. Crap! Like what the heck? And so that like stuff like that happened. And how well. how old was this girl? Oh, uh, I think it was like an older lady, probably maybe like in her fifties or so. Oh, so that it, wasn't even a kid. That was yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! And so that was happening to them. And then on the other side is a um, are yeah, not as wealthy family. They're like a little um, didn't have much money and stuff. But they say how like their piano would start playing, and it's not one of those ones that's programmed to play by itself. It's just like a basic, just generic, generic piano. And they had like weird crap because it's a very musically talented family. And stuff, and they say how yeah the piano would start playing by itself, and that was the main thing I heard from them and stuff. That's and crazy. Yeah, it, it was weird. And then so it would start playing by itself. Yeah, like they really like they had no, they, yeah they really didn't talk about it too much and stuff. But yeah, that's that's all I heard from them on that about that. Oh, wow. And yeah, then some of our friends on the other house or the house across the street from us, they would say how like they um or they had a bunch of cats and stuff. 
But they say how they hear like a plate break or something fall like in the kitchen, and they they think that maybe like, one of the cats knocked it off. But they'd go in there and they wouldn't see anything at all. Like everything is back like where it should be. So 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 they would hear a plate breaking, and they would go in there, and nothing was broken. Yeah, they just hear noises pretty much. And they had no idea what. So yeah. there's no so nothing actually broke. Yeah, it's just that's crazy. Noises. Yeah, and that's kind of that's like the only like those are pretty much the only experiences I've heard of like firsthand. I've heard like other stuff since there's a Mason Lodge or whatever Freemason Lodge. Um, oh, on, I heard those get crazy, dude. Yeah, there's one of those on the other side of the um the other house that was um they didn't have as much money. It's on the other side of their or that house, and yeah. So and I heard like about that that was weird and stuff. And then the um right there's a how wooded big, area. How big was your the Freemason Lodge? It was it was relatively small. I'm pretty sure most of it was probably underground or something because it was like just a small brick building or whatever. You like know maybe. Do you know any, how many members it had? I don't know. There's at least, most time, like, at least five cars parked out in front of it, like, wow. when they'd have their meetings. So there's a, a, quite a few. Wow. And stuff, yeah. And the, um, because, yeah, it, like, lined the main street or whatever, and, like, the park, those, they, had, they didn't have a parking lot. They just had, like, a little, like, grass area where they'd some of them park and stuff. So right. there's quite a few of them. But there's that. And then there's a wooded area behind us. There's pretty much mostly marshes or whatever. And there's, I think there's one house, there's like a railroad that would go through there. And like, people would talk about how, like, oh, like you'd see like a, like almost like a white figure, almost like a hooded clansman, like walking through there or whatever and stuff, like almost like a, like an apparition or like ghost or whatever. And they say wow. how you see a weird crap like that, or like you like hear a train or like a, see, like see a train going through or whatever. Right. And stuff, and like just like weird, like kind of like, yeah, your generic ghost, weird crap. Yeah, going on. that's crazy. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's pretty much my, but the my, what I've heard my experience from that area. Right, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, my experience, uh, I guess if you're if you're finished, my my experience is um a little bit more limited, but I don't I don't have as much of a, a very broad experience, but more of a um it's a, just a a general like a direct one one or two time direct contact with a with you know a demon um so i used to live in out in town in a townhouse and now i live on a farm so it's a different home than the one that this hap this instant this situation or this occurrence happened in but i used to live in a townhouse and uh it was it was a two story house and it had had an, a big attic um we spent most of our time on the first floor the the ground floor uh and it had these weird arches so so the way that the house was set up was that the the living room dining room and kitchen were all laid out in a line okay and then the doors were arches so that it wasn't an actual door that closed. It was just an, a big archway. So you yeah. could see directly into the next room since you were in line with the room and there was no door to shut. You could yeah. see directly into it, right? So the living room sat uh, facing the street. Directly, up, uh, directly in line with that room was the dining room. And then directly in line with that room was the the actual kitchen and that was the the other end of the house yeah so they were decently big rooms and the living room being facing the street always had had a street light and the front window face was open facing the road and it had um it had street light so a street light would always like flood in through the window yeah um 
which was eerie enough because it created the part you were sitting in had light, yeah. but the other two rooms were dark. Yeah. Right? And I mean dark, like pitch black dark because nothing was on over there. And I used to, I still do, I've, I'm always one of those people that stays up late. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm a night owl. Um, I stayed up late to watch a show that I wasn't allowed to watch because the show had it did it had like witches and demonic content and my parents had actually checked it out i was young at this time I'm, i don't know if i was even 10 years old yet uh, maybe maybe i was 10 i'm not sure but my parents had checked it out and told me that it was too much for me to handle at that time do not watch it and i went to bed and got up to watch it anyway <laughs> rebel being me being the rebel i am i got up to watch it went in sat down and turned the TV on. No, no, no. I sat down and I had to get back up to turn the TV on. I went back, turned it on, and then so I was standing up as I hit the switch. And then from that point where I was stood up and turned it on, everything after that was just like one of those really weird moments where you have like spider sense, like where everything was like 10 times more clear. Yeah. Like it's weird because... Leading up to that moment is just a blur, but everything from that point where I switched on the TV after that to what happened is like concrete in my mind. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, so from that point on, I remember everything. It was like, I remember the, the street light flooding through, person walking down the street with the dog. I don't know why that late at night. I do not know, but there was a person walking down the street with a dog and it was like 12 or 1. <laughs> I, I don't I really I don't know, but it was there. And um something it was not an audible voice, but something just told me to just look. Like that was just I just like it just kinda like slammed into my thoughts and it was just like look. I d I don't know where it came from or what it was, but it, it's told me to look. It wasn't an audible voice, but it's like a very, very, very strong feeling. Yeah. And I looked directly I didn't even look towards the street. I looked right over into the other room, right? And it was, uh, it was, it was there, you know? So it wasn't in, in the, the dining room. It was right under the doorway of the arch to the kitchen. Like, that's right where it was. And I remember because I could see that that's exactly where it was because it, it, it was, it was very weird because it, it was black but it was a hooded, it was like a, basically the easiest way is to, to explain it is the Grim Reaper, but without the bones. No face, no hands. Just the Grim Reaper without without the, the bone type yeah. of thing, but it was that. The hooded figure, the whole deal. And even though it didn't have hands, it was holding the, the sickle, the, yeah. the scythe, the big, huge, oh God, it scared me to death. But it, even more so, I stood there and I was frozen. I looked at it and I was like, what is this? You know, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't move. Yeah. And I looked. And then I noticed, like, it, it was only a couple seconds, but all this stuff is going through my head. And, I know, and I'm like, how can I see it? It's dark. Like, it was pitch black dark. Yeah. But it still popped. It's like, it was like, it was like something black against a white wall, but it was both dark. Yeah. So I don't, like, you, I shouldn't have been able to see it. Yeah. So it was because if it was just a regular person, then the black would have blended in, and so it definitely was 
uh, demonic. I know it was. Uh, so I froze. I couldn't move for like five or six seconds. Like I was just stuck. Yeah. And then finally, once I worked up the courage, it never moved. It never said anything. It just stood there. And I ran. And I ran. And I went back and um, went back to my parents' room. And I was so traumatized that I, I think uh, the next morning, like we spent a couple of days like talking about it because it was such a serious thing. And, yeah. Like, like, because I I remember being terrified that my parents wouldn't believe me, and then I would have to like sleep again, and I wouldn't like have their protection or whatever because they wouldn't believe me. But I was so scared that they believed me, or yeah, they believed me, and it was. It was crazy because, like, I just I didn't expect them to believe me, but they yeah. did. That they did. They believed me, and so I was really thankful for that. That they actually believed what I said because I was terrified they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, there was another. This one. This instance wasn't as terrifying, but I, it was still paranormal. I. I used to sleep in my parents' room, and uh, I would sleep on the floor. And uh, they had a power strip, right? And this yeah. was this was years ago, but they had a power strip. They had a nightlight, uh, just a generic nightlight. And I was in there and I was sleeping. And I had my eyes closed and I opened my eyes. And there was no voice this time, but when I opened my eyes, uh, it was like a golden mask. It was just a golden... It, it, this is really... I've never heard anything quite like this, but it was just a golden mask. Like, I just saw a golden mask, like, right over the light. I don't... Hmm. I, that, it never did anything, never moved, never talked. I just turned over. Yeah. And ignored it. But it was very creepy and it, and that, like I said it, it wasn't quite as scary because it never did anything yeah but it was still really like I, I don't know I don't know where it came from it never there was nothing that like like in the other in the other instance there was a trigger yeah like like uh, I was doing something I wasn't supposed to like in other words I believe that most of the 95% of the time well I'll say 85% of the time there's usually something that invites the demonic presence into your home. Yeah. Like, usually people that have issues with that are doing something they're not supposed to do. So, for me, I believe that me watching that show that I wasn't supposed to watch invited that in. Because it had, like, occult influence. And yeah. it was very, very demonic. And uh, that's, I believe, what invited it in. And, uh, because after that, I didn't watch it. I didn't ever watch it anymore. I haven't since, to this day, not had any more problems. Yeah. Uh, with that specific issue. Yeah. But and this other thing, I don't understand what, I don't know what triggered it. And it, I wasn't, like, even as scared. I would just rolled over, ignored it, and I was like, you're gonna go away. Yeah, I had the exact same thing, kind of, actually. When we really? Lived, yeah, when we lived in Germany, I had one of those, on um, like, a bunk bed. But it's like only like the top bunk. There wasn't no, like bottom part. We had like a desk set up down there and stuff. And um, I remember like up there, and my mom would come up like every night, like most nights, and give like come up and give me a kiss, good night. Like we'd pray together and stuff. Like she'd go like, room to room or whatever and do that with each of us. 
Well, my dad was, or this is, I think, while he's over in Afghanistan, um, while he's deployed for the year. And, um, actually, oh yeah, and like, I remember like, just like some black thing. I remember like coming up where I was like, and it's weird because like it's right there in your face, too. Yeah. And so I'm looking back now, like that, I, like that freaks me out. But in the moment, though, I wasn't scared at all. Like for some reason, like it didn't, I wasn't freaked out or anything really. I was just kind of like, oh, it's not my mom. I don't know what it is. I was like, whatever. And I just rolled over and went back to bed and stuff. And then over the next day, I, I think I was like, hey, mom, like, oh yeah, like, Thanks for telling me goodnight last night. And she's like, what? I, I don't Dude. remember doing that. And I was like, crap, like, what the heck? And yeah, and that's how it wasn't like, I wasn't quite as scared or anything, but it's just kind of like, kind of interesting. And yeah, I feel like kind of like, <clears throat> going back to what you're saying about the, um, how like demonic activity for stuff, and most of it's like invited. I feel like back um, in that one um, town we lived in, Ivor, I feel like between like the Freemason Lodge and stuff there, like I know they have like a lot of weird crap going on in those things, or at least like from what it sounds like, and stuff. Because I got some family members that are part are, are Freemasons and stuff, and they say, oh, yeah, they like they they don't want really to talk about all they say is like rituals go on and stuff like that, and that's something we put, going for a whole nother discussion too is all that. Oh yeah, but, the Freemason man, I've heard some stuff about that. Yeah, and and I was thinking, all right, I think that area down there was like, um. I feel like between like probably like with um like just a lot of like weird like lore and stuff like that and stuff. So I feel like and we're also in the house that we lived in. There's um with the woman that owns it now. She's a lovely lady or like she's great. The but one that was that had the no, issues. No, uh, uh, she had, she had, she hasn't had issues, but she bought it from us. Like she owns it now and stuff. She hasn't had any issues. But the that room that um. Or that, or the room that me and my brother slept in. Now I think she has that for her cats or whatever. She has like all her cats in there. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Let said, the cats die yeah, first. She said that that weird closet where we like it's um it's weird. It's painted pink inside. It's weird, but that's really? where yeah that's where the um like where it open up every time. But she said she went in there and she found a secret compartment or whatever. Like I think she said it was either I was either at the bottom of, or I think she said it's like like the wall or somewhere in there. There's like a secret compartment with a string attached to it, like a box or whatever and stuff. And like she said, she pulled the box, and eventually, yeah, she said it was empty or whatever, which is super depressing. But yeah, it's still really weird. It has like secret compartment and stuff and all this weird hidden crap. Wow. And yeah, that place is weird. There's like yeah, some weird stuff going on. And there's like I think the house is like at least a hundred years old. It's, so it's really old. Yeah, that that was, that was gonna be my next question. Do you do you have any any history on the on the house, like, like, do you know no. if it was in in any wars or any? Uh... Not really. I want to say I feel like that area. I, I I feel like someone said something like that area is like was kind of like a crucial area during the the or civil war or whatever because I thought they talked about like stuff like that, but I don't remember really. Why? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like it, that's. I don't, I don't, I feel like, I feel like it's weird, because a lot of the stuff that people think are ghosts, I think are actually demons. Yeah. Okay, and just, just to be clear here, I hold a very unorthodox view on paranormal things. Like, most, most people that are Christians think that, uh, there's no such thing as ghosts, there's no such thing as anything else that's supernatural. Most of them try to even deny the like, existence of demons. Like, just try to completely yeah. deny it. Like, right. But I'm like, it's, I, it doesn't help. Like, it's not good for you to do that. Like, right. And I'm not most people. So, yeah. I believe in demons, angels, and then plus. Like, yeah. there's a plus on the end of that. There's more. I think that there's more. And 
that uh, that's another episode. Yeah. Like that's a that's a big topic is finding yeah. like seeing like what else because uh, my parents don't don't think that they think that there's only uh, good and evil angels and demons and angels and demons and and mom and dad if you're listening I'm sorry <laughs> but that you know I just anyway I think that there I think that there's other things like yeah and I like I feel like something that fascinates me is like so much I it's probably almost bad is the Nephilim like the the demons yeah. that came down and had children like that then like oh my gosh if you're like that's like stuff like here in fairy tales like giants or whatever but that like that yeah oh so so let, let's just let me let me get that and read that really quickly for anybody that doesn't that doesn't know uh so just just to give them context yeah. then I'll let you continue so uh in 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 Genesis I think what is it 6 so um, this is I'll, I'll, I can google it Genesis too. 6 um yeah so this is from the Bible, Genesis 6, verse 4. Uh, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards when the sons of God came into the daughters of man and they bore children to them. These were mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. So, uh, what what my, my co-host is referring to here is that the Nephilim was uh, when the angels, or now demons, the ones that fell out of heaven, they actually had children or possessed men and had children um and that created half demon half men yeah people like like what goliath was like they're like at least like most of them i heard they had range anywhere from like like nine foot all the way up to like 20 feet or whatever like, right like like, like actual giants yeah and and who knows what like they could have been regular people with other powers too yeah also the um that's some the um book of Enoch and stuff like that. Yeah. That's something that that like that's a fascinates the crap out of me. But that's but the, let me ask you this. Do you think that any of them uh somehow survived or somehow made it well, okay, they I know that, that Nephilim in Genesis six verse four didn't survive because it's before the flood. Yeah. But do you think that there was a new Nephilim that's not mentioned in the Bible after the flood? Definitely. I think the um like that I think that's something that um the um, Israel, the Israelites had to fight when they went to the Promised Land because they still had this like giants or whatever, and that they had um, in the land. So, of so like Goliath is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was going to be my next segment too. Like, yeah, I feel like that whole and there's even stories. Um, I heard there's probably some like random crap that's only made up, but it's on YouTube and stuff. But it's talking about how or now like even modern day like over in Afghanistan and stuff like that they have seen stuff like that and that really yeah. wait modern day yeah I like, have not heard about um, this. That like oh yeah, I'm, it's probably just, like some fake lore, but no. it was great. This it was like this um, story of um, it's like especially like Afghanistan or whatever. It's called like, um, uh, it was like you talking about how like some soldiers or whatever they were like on a um routine um, oh like uh like scouting mission or whatever and stuff on a patrol and they like out of nowhere they they like, go past by a cave and some giant with like a spear or whatever came out like dressed in oh like gosh. yeah like old timey like armor or whatever and what? stuff but had like a um like a javelin like giant spear or whatever. Yeah. And they said how yeah it's like it like killed like killed one of the guys like stabbed him or whatever and it took like a point like a few um like rounds like in the head to kill it and stuff. And yeah they, I have not heard about that. Yeah and they're saying how um like how like during like when they first got to Afghanistan or um, the whatever country over in the Middle East they're going to, how um 
their um, commander or whatever, the officer in charge, was, would tell them, like, are you aim for the head or higher? And, like, at the time, they had no idea what they meant by that. But they, they oh. but then eventually they're like, oh, maybe they're like giants or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, that's something that that that's why I love that story. It creeped me out. But the um, I, I'm not sure like how true it is, but I mean, it's still like it makes you think though. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, you hear stories. I heard stories about um, my history teacher told me about the um, oh yeah, how or after World War Two there were um Japanese on like certain islands that had like got stranded there, like just tiny islands, and now they're coming out of the caves. They're like sixty, seventy years old, and they had, they thought the war was still going on. So they came out of the, like these like the woods or whatever out of like the jungles on these islands that like, they like they would be like, picked up or like found and they're still thinking wars going on and they're ready to go like kill Americans and stuff oh like that gosh. and they're like whoa 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 the war's over like just yeah, chill dude. and stuff and yeah so I'm like really? if, if that happens to them like you never know like demons like are the nephilim they might, they might be to like live longer since they're part demon yeah so they, who knows how long like they might still be alive or whatever in like some caves and crap yeah for sure and there's um I don't know if you guys uh. You might have to Google this for me, sir. I don't know, but uh, I think it's in—is it in Jude? But or James? There's a um. They talk about um. There are demons that are that are that were so evil that they're bound at the bottom of the Euphrates River, like they're stuck there. Like I, it's in the Bible somewhere. I'm not sure where, but it's in here somewhere. Like I'm not even kidding. I, I'm, I have a I have a Bible here. I'm gonna try and look. Look and see. I can find it really just really quickly, but uh, it like a lot of that stuff. It's you know they talk about that like the Bible is the foundation. Yeah. Like so, and I don't mean this disrespectful to the Bible at all, really. But like the so, but there's so much supernatural stuff in the Bible, and I just wonder like if it if the stuff that happened in the Bible that could still happen today, even after the Bible, like, ended, like, Revelation, where it stopped, like, I wonder if there's more, like, yeah. stuff that happened that's, in present times, it's not written in the Bible, because, you know, it skips to Revelation, and it skips the church age. Yeah, so. and that's not, I heard the, um, when I heard that, um, when King James, or whatever, had the King James Bible made, that they took out multiple books of the actual Bible, and, like, took out certain, like, verses and stuff like that, and... Like, cause well, yeah, he wanted the Bible to say certain things or whatever, and how right, he pretty much went and like changed a bunch of stuff. Like he took out, from what I heard, he took out like the Book of Enoch and um, apparently there's actually this um thing uh, thing called the, the Apocrypha. And it's pretty much all the yeah. books that are taken yes. out of the Bible, and yeah, so that was something. The, the only thing is, though, <laughs> at our school they had us um or they had some of the kids last year read that. The only thing is, it's a King James version of the Apocrypha, so that was still I feel like was still edited because it's King James. But I even looked through it, and they did not have the Book of Enoch, which was very weird and stuff. But that's what talks about the demons being cast out of heaven and stuff. Really? And actually, I looked into it a little bit, and I, that's where, um, I'm not sure how true it was, because I, I, it's just some stuff I saw on the, or online and stuff. But it's talking about how the, um, or yeah, how the demons, when they're cast out of heaven, and they, like, reproduce and stuff, how... They actually, that's how they taught, like, blacksmithing and, like, how, to, like, metal works and stuff like that. Like, they taught that, taught that to humans, and they taught, like, medicine and, like, pretty much most of the stuff and, like, how to, like, breed animals. Kind of, like, just, like, modern things, like, we take for granted now yeah. and stuff, like, just basic stuff. They taught that to humans, pretty much, and gave them that knowledge. And, yeah, that's something that I'm not sure that how true that is because right. it's not in the Bible, but that's what, right. you know, it's yeah. definitely interesting. Yeah, definitely. 
and uh, I, I like I like to wonder about the other stuff too. There's like uh, like the creatures, like in other words, there are creatures that aren't mentioned in the Bible, yeah, but are still like sort of like creepy pastas or, or or stories that that like they could still possibly be true. Like um, the like. I don't know. I don't know if it, how many people that listen to this have heard about it, but like, there's uh, creatures called Wendigos. Yes. They're, yeah, yeah. So like, pretty much. Right, and they're not they're not mentioned in the Bible, but I was like, it's still possible that they're real. Yeah. Like, so I think, I, which I know I'm being labeled a conspiracy theorist. I'm uh, sorry, but you know, it's it's yeah, like I'm, it's it's possible. Yeah, I'm completely a conspiracy theorist because honestly, I believe. So. I'm not sure if it's... Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and try and get, get into it a little bit. Yeah, go but for it, I please. believe the, um... I guess... I, all right, I believe, like, there's a lot of, like, creatures or whatever that you hear about. All kinds of weird, like... A, whether it's aliens, like, demons. All right, like, any, like, weird creature or whatever. Wait, like, so big, you, big be, what, you believe in aliens? You can say that, I guess? Yes! Okay, but, cool. Yeah, high five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but I, I have my own theories and stuff. This is, I guess, it's got labeled as, like, demonic stuff, so we can go on the podcast. But the, um... I believe, I guess, that most of these creatures, like Bigfoot, I believe all of that is real, but I don't believe it's what most people believe it is. I think right. it's... See, that's the thing. Like, yeah. it's so... Like, everybody has their own story, and so it changes things. Yeah. I, Which, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, but. you're good. I, I believe it's kind of... I believe it's somehow, like, demonic. Because, I mean, if... Oh, yeah, if people can... If demons or Satan can get people to believe in aliens or Bigfoot... And that can that kind of disregards God because God never said yeah. God making aliens or Bigfoot and Bigfoot's kind of like if that's real that supports the theory of evolution and stuff. So if people can like see that, well, I would say that Bigfoot only supports the theory of evolution if you already believe evolution. Yeah, like because I think it helps because it's like the step between monkeys and man. So it kind of like right. I believe yeah it, it like would help like make proof of that. The only problem is they've never found a body of one. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it really—that's kind of another thing. Like you never, you don't find bodies of demons. So I mean, it kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I'm kind of like, I feel like the same thing for aliens because right, if if they can trick people into believing, or right, believing in aliens, then that kind of like, disregards God because there's God never says anything about making aliens. So I, I think the um, there's actually the, um, that one um video series um the Watchers. I think I lent that to you. Yeah, yeah. But that's a theory. They're talking the guy about the guy. They're talking about like he believes that demons are or the aliens are demons or like that's what flying saucers and stuff like that, that right is- but see that's that's exactly what i was thinking because um i had a friend I, again i'm sorry to interrupt but i had a um someone speak to me uh about this and it's always weird when when you have these conversations because i never really bring this stuff up yeah i just have people that they think that they have to disagree and they think that they know better. So they have to tell me how they know better. Yeah. And really, in reality, they don't. Because I had someone tell me one time that uh, it couldn't be... Aliens could not be real or true in any way, shape, form, or fashion because God couldn't... Because Jesus would have to die twice and that undermines the Bible. Now... That's not true because if alien aliens are not humans, yeah. so aliens would not be sinning, so they would not need Jesus to go die for them and be saved. The person that said this to me was uh, also a Christian, and I and I was just like, well, hold on, stop, let's let's think about it because 
if they're aliens, they're from a different galaxy or dimension, whatever you know your fellow conspirators chooses to believe, yeah. or, or whatever the evidence supports it. Um, that's another discussion. I'm not decided on yet, but whether they're from a different galaxy or dimension, it's possible that God made that too, and the rules there are very, 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 very different from the rules here. Yeah, like heaven and hell is another dimension, right? Yeah, from Earth, you can't sin in heaven. It's not possible. Yeah. So I think that that could be sort of a, a loophole to get through that. I don't know. That's just an idea. But anyway, yeah. back to what you were saying. Yeah, that's what I also, I guess, kind of thinking, yeah, like, inter- like people are like, oh, aliens are, aliens are inter- interdimensional beings. And all right, there's like multiple theories that are heaven and hell are different dimensions, which would make sense because you can't really find them or anything like that. And it just, um, the, oh yeah, so that's kind of like my thoughts is like, are different things. And also, Arya said that our Satan was, or like demons and stuff can, Satan and demons can like disguise themselves as angels of light and stuff like that, or beings of light and stuff. And that's multiple things have, um, like, like, you see like flying saucers, all kinds of stuff like that. And it has, are they like, are like just lights, like, or just like lights or whatever that you see flying around. And lots of times when like, the people say like a flying saucer, it's like gotten close to the ground, like burned, like it's like scorched part of the earth and stuff. And they say they smell, right. they smell like sulfur or whatever. And that's yeah. also what hell's supposed to smell like, and like you said, there's like weird smells like around like um like paranormal like if like you see like um whether it's like um oh what is it like whether it's like Annabelle or like the Exorcist or whatever. There's always like that weird like sulfur smell. They mm-hmm. like around like mm-hmm. demons yeah. and stuff like that, and so that's kind of one of my that power theory. And then also how you hear about them taking or like whether it's men or women or whatever and taking like the eggs from a woman or like the sperm from a man, right? And like you hear them doing testing. And that's what my theory is. What if they're creating like Nephilim or whatever and yeah. stuff? Like that's what they're harvesting human parts or whatever. I never, and, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah that's very like, interesting. Yeah, that's not, I'm not 100 percent decided on, but that's just like a thought. In my but head. It's, it's yeah, like, definitely. It's yeah, some weird crap. It's but, an interesting line of thought because if if what we're we're saying is right, then it's definitely possible. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I think that there's too much too much evidence to really like ignore it yeah all these people have stories and the stories are corroborated which means that they're like either interlinked or that they mesh and they people have never met each other yeah like that's evidence that you cannot deny yeah so uh that's that's a big that's a big thing yeah okay yeah yeah so so uh we found um we found, or my co-host found, uh, going back to the four angels, found an article, or yeah, where it quotes it, and it, it's uh, in actually in Revelation nine. So that, that was my bad. I, I thought it was Jude, but it's actually Revelation, uh, and it describes the release of four angels who are bound at the Euphrates River and the aftermath of their release, which is the slaying of one third of mankind by two hundred million horsemen. Which I think at the time that this happens, that's after the rapture. Yeah, I believe that. Anyway, that's my personal belief. But uh, it says, and the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, "Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates." And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared <clears throat> for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand. So that's two million, correct? Two hundred thousand thousand. I think that's one two million. Two, I think. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm bad. Don't judge me. I'm bad at math. 
And I heard the number of them. Revelation 9, 9 13 to 16. So, um, and the article says that the angels released from Euphrates River are probably fallen angels because they have been bound there. Um, so, uh, thank you, sir. Yep. Appreciate that. Uh, and, but it's very, uh, it's very, like, um, interesting that, that, uh, angels will be bound. Like, so yeah. it would be, so it would have to be fallen angels. I mean, yeah. You know, so that's, that I think is very interesting. Also, um, there's somewhere, I'm not sure where it is, somewhere in the Bible where it says that, uh, the archangel Michael and Satan fought over yeah. Moses's body. I don't. I don't know how. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how that pertains to the the demon conversation, but I think that that's really interesting that Satan yeah. would want Moses's body. Yeah. So, uh, and I actually talked to my dad about this a little. He was saying that Satan might have wanted Moses's body so that Moses couldn't be a witness in Revelation. Oh yeah. If yeah. he, anyway, but that's that's off subject. Segwaying <laughs> back to the, you know, dark stuff. Uh, um, what else? What are we forgetting? Is there anything else that's that that you've had that you had experience with that's supernatural? I'm trying to think. Not, I'm trying to think. Of, I've heard a lot of stories. Um, yeah, we should. Oh, I've heard there's a lot of stuff going around about black-eyed children and shadow people. Yeah. Uh, but I, I haven't really done enough a lot of research on it, but I don't... That was also in the, the video series The Watchers. Yes. I, I let you know. And that was something that... I'm right, almost that, there. I'm on like take three or five. <laughs> yeah. That's actually something there that they're talking about. And one of the theories that they're talking about and that I kind of believe too is that that was like... That, that's also kind of like offspring of like the demons or whatever yeah. or something like that. Or that it is demons and that they're kind of like... But see, the like, thing is, like like what you like what you were saying when the... Uh, again, sorry to interrupt, but the um, when the um, black-eyed children, the lore, when they yeah. come up to the home, they have to ask to yeah. be allowed in. Yeah. Just like a demon. Like, yeah. You know, you have to allow them to come in or they will not, they cannot harm you. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, what I was thinking. It, it just, yeah, it just kind of clicks and makes sense. It does. It does. It makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and it's very creepy. Yeah. So guys, I don't know if you guys have, if any of the fans of, or listeners have heard about this, this black eyed children, shadow people, that sort of thing. If you have, make sure you contact us on the Instagram or, uh, yeah. Any way you can, let us know because tell us about your experiences. I want to know. Yes, <laughs> we both, me and Matthew, both want to hear your experiences, and I think uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and um, oh, segue into a into a exit or or finish yes. finish out this episode that sort of thing. Uh, also, before we go, um. There's been some issues on Spotify when people try to search in the search bar. So make sure you go ahead and um, click on the link in the Instagram bio. That'll take you straight to the Spotify page. Click on that and then open in Spotify and it'll take you straight to the podcast and you can follow and download our episodes from there. So uh, make sure you guys are doing that. You can access 
the uh, podcast homepage directly from Instagram if you click on the link in our bio. Um, what else? Uh, the voice message thing. We can, uh, you can uh, choose to send voice messages to us as well. So you, you don't have to type out if you don't want to type. You can also send us voice messages. So guys, please consider doing that. We'd love to hear from listeners. Um, we also want suggestions on what you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, nothing's off limits. Probably shouldn't have said that, but still, <laughs> can't uh, wait. Yeah, can't wait. So make sure you guys um hit that up, and if you're not already, follow the Instagram page at M and K the Real Fake. Um, Matthew, do you have anything else you want to add? Not really. Stay frosty. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Stay frosty. Stay fresh. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for listening so much, and stay tuned. Next episode will be out next week. I'm so excited. So, peace. Rock on.